You are listening to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast, where we talk real life, answer hard questions, and take a deeper practical look at the topics we talk about on a Sunday morning. To learn more about Sunnybrook Church, including our Sunday gathering times and opportunities throughout the week, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org. Today, we are talking with Pastor Jeff Mose. Thank you for tuning in to the uh, Sunnybrook Unscripted podcast. We're so glad to have you here. It is myself and PJ, good old dad, uh, joining you from his living room. Uh, And we are going to be talking today about the topic of prayer that we covered on Sunday morning. I'm really excited to cover this topic because I think prayer is a complicated one. It can be as simple as what my son prays at dinner every night. Thank you, God, for this good food. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Or it can be, it feels like it can be incredibly complex and is something that maybe people are intimidated by. I don't want to pray in public. I don't want to pray in front of people. I don't even want to pray in front of my spouse. Uh, so we're going to talk about prayer life, what that looks like, what it can look like, and then what prayer actually does for us. Uh, so let's ask maybe the most obvious question right off the bat. How do I know it can feel like I'm in a room by myself? It can feel like my voice is just bouncing off the walls around me. How do I know that God is actually hearing what I'm praying. Yeah, I always think this, and this is just my opinion again, I I think we've got to base it on something. I think it can't be about feelings. I think all of the Christian life, you got to be very careful with feelings. Feelings change with the weather. Feelings change with how things are going in my life or how they're not going in my life. So, So with regards to prayer, I want to ask myself this question, what can I bank on? And here's what I would say. You can bank on the Word of God. I think Scripture is real clear that God hears, he asks us to pray, and he promises that if we seek, we'll find. If we knock, he'll open the door. If we ask, he will answer. So when it goes to prayer, whether I feel it or not, I'm always going to remind myself, according to the word of God, he does. Um, so, so I'm always trying to kind of root it in truth of, hey, it may not feel like it at points in times, but I want to remind myself, I know God's not asking me to do silly things. He's not saying, hey, uh, talk and I want to answer. But mm-hmm. I think there's always a sense in which he answers. The problem for, from my perspective mm-hmm. is he answers often different than we want. So I would say he always answers prayer. Sometimes that's yes, sometimes that's no, sometimes that's wait. Mm-hmm. But I think he's always going to answer. And I think there's a couple of things we can check if we feel as though our prayers are not being answered or we feel as though somehow we're distant from God when we pray. I felt that before in my life. Um, I think that can often have to do with your own walk. Could possibly be there's unconfessed sin. And again, uh, listen, when God forgives and we receive Christ as our Savior, uh, that's once and for all time. But there's a sense in which... and. Uh, it's talked about in John chapter 13, where, where we need kind of daily wash our feet. There, there's something that kind of gets in the way of our intimacy with God, and sometimes that's unconfessed sin. So I would check that. Uh, remember in First Peter chapter 3, it actually says, you know, when husbands don't treat their wives right, their prayers can be hindered, hmm. meaning they lack that intimacy with God. So uh, even in Matthew, it talks about the fact, hey, listen, when you're about to leave your gift at the altar and you remember your brother's got something, first go deal with that because there's something that stands as a wedge between you and God. So if you feel that continuing in your prayer life, I would kind of check to see where you stand in terms of your intimacy with God. But ultimately, I'd come back to the fact that the Word of God says, listen, He hears and He answers, and I'd take that to the bank. Yep, I love that. So if you, you just said God answers, yes, no, wait, etc., 
And even if we're not maybe getting the answer that we want to prayer, sometimes it's easy to question, does this, is this prayer actually changing anything? If God is sovereign, if he has a plan for my life and he's got it all laid out before me that my days are written in his book, when I pray, does it actually change anything? Yeah. Here, here's what I would say. And this is my answer is yes, it does. Now, I don't have exact chapter and verse on mm -hmm. this, but it's interesting. When I was in seminary, I actually helped a systematics theology professor uh, write a book. He asked me to do some research for him. And the book I thought was fascinating in the title was this, If God Already Knows, Why Pray? Mm -hmm. Kind of the same thing you're yeah. saying is, hey, listen, if he's this omniscient God and everything's planned out for me, why pray? Uh, the conclusion of the book, and I loved it, was this, that somehow in the sovereign will of God, mm -hmm. he makes allowances for our prayers. Hmm. I think that's true. Hmm. Again, I don't think God would ask us to do silly stuff. Hey, listen, go ahead and pray, but to yeah. be honest with you, it's not going to make yeah. any difference. I think somehow in the sovereign will of God that he's still in charge, that he's still in control, uh, a God who knows yesterday, today, and forever, mm -hmm somehow has made allowances within his will for our prayers to matter. So uh, can our prayers change the mind of God? Again, I'm getting into theologically mm -hmm. dangerous water, but I would say yes. Mm -hmm. I think somehow he's made allowances, mm -hmm. still sovereign, still in control, mm -hmm. but somehow it matters. Yeah. Now, Here's where I'd go scripturally with this. I would go to Mark chapter 12, where it talks about the parable of the unjust uh, judge and this mm -hmm. widow. Mm -hmm. and, and the scripture talks about, and it's kind of relating to prayer, there's this widow that constantly comes to this judge begging for justice. Mm -hmm. And he denies her, denies her, denies her. But the scripture says, listen, because she keeps on pestering this mm -hmm. judge, finally he changes his mind and he gives to her justice. And then he talks about the fact that, hey, listen, if an unjust judge gives justice to a woman who keeps pestering him, wouldn't a gracious God mm -hmm. then give to his children, to those who ask? So I think there's a sense in which prayer does yep. make an impact, a difference, does somewhat change mm -hmm. the mind of God. I could pester you and typically get to you very quickly. Uh, you were you'd be easier. You were easier than mom. Um, I love that. I think that's so true as well. So if um, if we feel like God hears our prayers, if we feel like our prayers are actually changing things, I know you talked on Sunday about how it really is a two way street. That um, and I think I get this wrong a lot in my own prayer life. A lot of it is just me talking and not shutting up and not giving God a chance to talk back. Um, so what does it look like to listen for God's voice? Is it audible? Am I supposed to hear a voice from the sky? Have you ever heard a, a voice from the sky before? Does that mean I'm crazy? Yeah, let's start with the simple ones. Yeah. No, I've never heard the audible voice of God. But I will say this. There's been times in my life when I've been deep in prayer, gotten alone, quiet, big decisions to be made in my life, where I've had this impression from God. I would... Mm -hmm place it that way. Uh, I remember actually when I was coming to Sioux City, I remember a time when I was here in ministry and struggling with some issues where I got alone, usually by a lake or someplace. I remember spending almost an entire day in prayer and, and God just saying to me, hey, it, it's okay. Because I was, I was worried, you know, I'm uprooting four children. I'm taking them to a new place. You know, Chicago was near Michigan and family. And, and we now had a I'm really bad attitude about and moving you had here. a horrible <laughs> attitude about coming. And I just remember, I didn't hear the audible voice of God, but I remember this impression of Jeff, it's okay. Mm -hmm. 
and just remember being obedient to that and the blessing that's come obviously out of that. But I do think there's a sense in which we can hear from God. I, I do think prayer is also listening to God. So mm-hmm. it's not just this constant plea of list of things that I say before God. But I think then we get quiet before God because we've asked. Yeah. Now we want to hear from him. Right. And I said this in the sermon, but I'm convinced that prayer is understanding the will of God, praying for the will of God, mm-hmm. and then asking God, give me the ability to surrender to that will. Yeah. Because I don't know what's best for me. We think we know what's best for us, but we don't. Yeah. And God does. And in that, I got to trust his will for my life in every area is perfect. And then I got to ask him, give me the ability to sort of surrender to that. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it, so I want to just talk about it for a moment. I do think scripture talks, especially in the Gospels, uh, well, in John's writing, First John, it talks about this idea of testing the spirits. I, I do think we've got to be careful because a lot of people say, well, I heard from God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that needs to be tested. I, I think there can be impressions that God gives to us, but I always think we've got to match that against Scripture. Again, Scripture is sort of our plumb line, so we're yeah. saying, in effect, listen, is there anything that I think I heard from God that goes against Scripture? Because mm-hmm. if I do, yep. then that's obviously not from God. Right. And then I want to pray about it, give me discernment. I always want to seek some other godly wisdom. I've got an accountability partner or a, some other godly influence in your life. We go, can I run this by you? This is yeah. what I, I sense from God. Can you pray about this? Could you kind of confirm that this is true? Sometimes circumstances can come into that as well. But I always think there's a sense in which you test the spirits. Is, mm-hmm. is this really from God? Because yep. you know the evil one can counterfeit yep. whatever God says. Yep. yep. I remember praying for what God's will was for before we actually moved back here. Um, and, and saying to myself, gosh, I just can't hear from God. I don't hear what he's saying. I don't know what he's saying. And then I realized I wasn't ever listening for God. I was just talking the whole time. So I think that's really true. Yeah. Um, I want to end on this one just really fast. This is something I got a lot when I was working with youth in student ministry. Um, it's just the idea of, you know, maybe you have something you're struggling with in your life. People tell you, bring it to God in prayer, bring it to God in prayer. But it's just this, this struggle, whether it's anxiety or depression, and you feel like you're relying on Jesus and it doesn't feel like it's getting better. Prayer doesn't seem to be solving it. Um, is it okay to seek help outside of Jesus? Absolutely. Um, again, I would say this. I think all of those things are ordained by God. So certainly I want to seek God in prayer. But at the same time, I want to use doctors. I want to use psychiatrists. I, I think God has ordained all mm-hmm. of that. And, and, and he's made that come into being, give people the ability to insight and understanding. I think often they can be used as instruments of God. Mm-hmm. So I would say not only do we pray, but we also at points in time seek professional help too. I think that's a good thing, uh, whether that's medication, mm-hmm. whether that's you know something that a doctor uh, offers to us. I, I just think those things are good. They, they, they work together. Yep. You can have Jesus and still need a therapist, Amen. right? All right. Well, thank you for joining us. It was great to have you as a part of this. Join us next week as we talk about community. If you are encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org or download the Sunnybrook Church app. And again, thanks for listening to the Sunnybrook Community Church Podcast.